Welcome to the Financial Flossing Podcast with Ross Brannan, guiding dental professionals to a brighter future. Ross Brannan is a financial advisor who knows it's not just about your teeth. He helps dental practice owners protect and maximize today's cash flow to plan for tomorrow's cash needs. Find him at rossbrannan.com. On the show, he brings together experts to help dental professionals looking to make smart money decisions to grow their income, turn their retirement goals into reality, and improve their lives. And now, here's your host, Ross Brannan. Welcome to the show. Today, we have Mark Hefner with DSO Marketing Exxon. This is a little bit different in what we're doing, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Mark, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me, Ross. I look forward to it. So, Mark, most of most of our listeners probably, just based on statistics, don't own a mini DSO. But as we've seen, as private equity has come into the dental market over the last several years, and all these DSOs are buying practices, a lot of dentists say, I don't want to sell to a DSO. I want to become my own DSO. And it's really interesting that that's happening because – we're talking to you, DSO Marketing X. So tell us what DSO Marketing X does and who you are. Well, what DSO Marketing X, I am a fractional chief marketing officer working with smaller DSOs who recognize they need marketing help to grow their business in a marketing strategy, but cannot afford a full-time CMO. So I offer my services on a fractional basis. I have helped grow over a billion dollars in revenue throughout my career, my marketing career. So So I've had a lot of experience. Let's talk about who your target, who's the target person who would say, I need Mark. And so it's it's a small DSO, we're talking like five to 30 offices? Yeah, we're talking about five to 30 offices and they're just getting started. So, you know, you gotta remember that uh, dentists are really smart people they spend a ton of time in dentistry, uh, the doctors have, but they haven't spent a bunch of time in marketing. And what I bring in is I bring in the marketing perspective, how they can grow their practices, how they can generate new patients and bring them in. The lifeblood of a practice is new patients and recurring revenue. So you gotta keep marketing your current patients that you have, because it's cheaper to keep patients that you've got, and then you go after and get new ones to bring them into to grow your revenue. DSOs are all about EBITDA, return on their investment. They wanna grow the bottom line and need to grow the top line. So what we need to do is we need to bring in more revenue to make that happen. So you, you put that whole thing together and you get the whole thing going. So, you know, I like to work with practices that are smaller because they cannot afford a full-time CMO or a VP of marketing, but they recognize they need help. And that's usually in that gap of five to 30 office locations that they're at right now. It's really disappointing that dental school doesn't teach anything about business. It's all clinical. And so dentists really are learning from the school of hard knocks. And marketing, in my experience, is one of the more misunderstood uh, types of genres or subjects in business. People always think of marketing like what Coca-Cola is, but we're not 10, $20 billion companies, so we don't have the ad revenue where you could just put a billboard all over the world and advertise that way. So it's a different type of marketing than most people most people don't understand. Um, talk a little bit about 
you know, the, the challenges or the mistakes you see dental practices make in marketing? The easiest one is, is, you know, they try to be all things to all people. In marketing, you need to have your niche. What is it? What are you going after? Are you in pediatric dentistry? Are you going after uh, children? Are you going after full mouth restoration? Are you trying to do general practice or periodontal? Are you trying to do orthodontics? What is your specialty and what do you want to hone in on? Marketing works really great when you're playing in a niche. So what is the niche that you want to be in? And then you grow on that and expand that. It, and then you also need to have what's called a unique selling proposition. What makes you different from the dentist down the street? Because there, if you if here in Southern California where I am, there is a dentist on every corner. Just like there used to be a gas station on every corner, now there's a dentist on every corner. So they're all over the place. You need to make sure you have unique proposition that sets you apart from everybody else. And then you need to tell everybody what that is. So and that's what the marketing piece does. That's what the social media does, getting your name out there. And, and that's how you'll help grow that practice and grow those offices. But you need to, you need to get that information across. Talk about a uh, prospective client who has five offices, or, or maybe this is someone you've already worked with or what you see a lot, almost the avatar, if you will. What, what's going on in their, their practice, their company from a marketing standpoint and why they likely need a CMO or a fractional CMO? What I see when I, when I generally come into a, a practice is that they have hired or brought on a marketing individual um, who they promoted from you know, usually on the front desk, usually a younger person who understands how to do a post on Facebook, who understands how to do an Instagram post, who understands how to do a TikTok post. But there's no strategy behind it. They're going out to everybody. They're spraying it everywhere and praying that they're going to get some, some type of patients in on that. And there is some stuff that works that way. But what you really need is a strategy of how are you going to go after these people? What is the unique message that you're going to have? And what is the, what is the audience or where is the audience located? So if you take a look, you know, TikTok really advertises to, you know, nine-year-olds nine all the way up to 16 to 17-year-olds. That's their biggest demographic. If you're on Facebook, Facebook is in the ages of 35 to 60, where you where adults are spending the money. You know, as children aren't making the decisions, the adults are making the decisions on how they're going to spend it. Oh, and the other part of that is, believe it or not, you and I are not making our medical decisions. My wife, our, our wives, our women are making those decisions for us, making sure that we're going in and getting our appointments done, getting our teeth clean, you know, all the other stuff. So you need to tailor your messaging in such a way that gets that attention to make that happen. So you got to understand who is the viewer and who is the message. And then you got to have the message resonate. What is the copy going to look like? What is the website going to look like? What are the colors are you going to pick? All of these things add up. Now, I can tell you really quickly, when you, when you take a look at a, a website for a dental practice and it has blues and grays in it, guarantee you, the dentist who's a male set that up and said, oh, that looks really pretty. 
and looks really, really good. I really like it. Not even thinking about that 60 to 70% of his clients who are making decisions are women. And really, women like to see greens and yellows, and believe it or not, pinks, in, in the type of colors that they have on their, ad, on their website. And everything that happens is subliminal. So while I may not recognize that I like green or I like blue, it plays to, it plays to them subconsciously and helps the decision be made that I want to go to that doctor, giving that feeling that, one, the doctor knows what they're doing, the doctor understands what's going on, and the practice is able to take care of their needs. And these are the things that need to happen, along with good copywriting that go along with that. And you got to have other things that are going on. you got to talk about blog posts that you're putting out there. How do you clean teeth? You know, how important is taking care of your teeth? Believe it or not, your mouth is the start of good bodily health. Most people today in our age group, they have other conditions that are going on. They just don't have periodontal disease, but they have heart conditions. They may be diabetic. They may have other issues. And the mouth, believe it or not, is the first place that they see this happen. And the mouth, if you have good oral health, you'll have good heart health. Because if you end up getting an infection in your mouth, that infection can travel through your blood and can infect your heart and can cause more issues later on. It's all good oral health is important. Like you said, it's all connected. And what you were saying a second ago, it's like it's it's more than just a Facebook or Instagram or post. It, there's so much more to it. So let's talk about some of the results you've gotten for for some of your clients, and they're pretty substantial. Talk a little bit about some of the things you've done. Well, one of the things I did, I was working with a, a practice out here in Southern California. Uh, they had about 14 offices, and I came in. And they were spending over a half a million dollars a month in marketing advertising and not having great success. I was able to reduce their cost by half of their marketing expense and improve their patient flow by 80%. So I grew their patient flow, reduced their cost, and improved their revenue and saved, saved money at the, bottom, at the bottom line. So we were able to bring more, more traffic in. The other part of that is also running the call center as part of the marketing efforts today. We're able to bring in the software to track the success of our marketing efforts via every channel. So I understood what the ROI was on a patient who I picked up through Facebook, walked them all the way through the, from the beginning to end through the PMS system, the patient management system, and understand that, that what that patient cost us to get and how much revenue we generated well, you, off of that patient. That, that's really important, being able to quantify the revenue from a patient and then basically being able to quantify how much it costs to get that patient. So, hey, it cost me $30 to get that patient, but that patient's going to be, you know, $100 of annual revenue. And I think that's one of the key things when people really start – treating it like a business, because I talk a lot about owning a job versus owning a business. When they start treating it like a business, they measure everything um, and they start quantifying everything. And it really helps knowing what lever to push to grow. That's what you're talking about, isn't it? That's exactly right. It's knowing what levers to push. It's putting the KPIs in place and what things are you going to track. There are a million things you can track in a business, whether it be dental or something else. But you got to understand what those levers are that you got to push 
that make the biggest changes for the least amount of money. So I always like to come in and say, hey, we need to tackle the lowest hanging fruit. So I come and identify what the lowest hanging fruit is, where we can get the biggest bang for our buck, and we tackle that first to help grow the business. I also have a side thing is I want to make sure I pay for myself at the same time. So if I'm able to get a return on my on the cost that I, they're spending on me, also that helps that that same process. Now, when they hire you, they're not hiring you for life. This is this is never intended to be a permanent solution. So talk about that a little bit. So I, fractional means I'm in there on a part-time basis. So I generally have anywhere from a six-month to a two-year engagement with an organization. And really my goal is, is to grow the organization to such a point where they don't need me. They need a full-time CMO or a vice president of marketing. So I will go out and once we get to that point, we'll make that recommendation. Say, say basically say, okay, you're now at a point where we can get you somebody in there full time. Let's go out and look for somebody and I will help facilitate the hiring of my replacement and we can move and I can move on. And we end up being good friends and, you know, being there to consult every once in a while, but really getting somebody in there full time and moving, moving on. So they have someone on staff. Because one of the other things I like to do is that they do have that person they brought on, who was call them the, the front office person, the receptionist, and they moved into marketing. I like to mentor younger marketing professionals and help train them on what they need to be looking for. What are the strategies that they need to be putting together? What are the KPIs that we need to change? And what levers do we need to pull? So I like to mentor the younger staff to make that happen, bring somebody else on board. Uh, to replace me for, for their full-time position. What trends are you seeing out there from a marketing perspective? Believe it or not, the biggest trend that I'm seeing now is, you know, what is old is now new. So when I say that, you know, everybody's into digital marketing, but one of the things that really works in dental is really going back to mailers mailing pieces of old, you know, mailing pieces out to people's homes to the right consumer. Billboards have actually become technology-driven revenue sources. Today, you know, we all got our cell phones in our hand here, and I can actually buy an ad on a billboard. You, I can drive by that billboard, see the ad, and then if I go into a dental office, they will know that I saw that ad on that freeway that drove me into their office. So we're talking about top of mind awareness and being in every place. So if I'm developing top of mind awareness, I am doing some social media. I am doing some traditional outdoor advertising. And then I'm also doing traditional mailers and I can see the response rates for all of those and how they all tie together and come together to help drive revenue. So really, it's it's not just a I gotta have post online or post social media. It's really a multifaceted approach of uh, old school, new school, and everything in between. That's exactly right. You got to remember one thing: everybody's in three stages of the buying cycle. Either I have bought, I'm getting ready to buy, or have I am buying. I'm taking care of that service today. So you're somewhere in that cycle. So. If I'm buying right now, I need to keep that message going. 
if I'm getting ready to buy, I need to have top of mind awareness because I may not be ready to buy or go to the dentist for another three to six months, but I need to keep top of mind awareness going with that individual. And if I've already been to the office, I need to help let them know that I'm, I'm here to help them, that I've, they've had a good service with me so they can write a good review about me. So you want to keep that communication going. You, the more information, the top of mind or TOMA, as I call it, everybody, you should be there at the top of, at the, top of the list. What I want to do is, Ross, if somebody says, hey, who's your dentist? I want to say Dr. Z is a, is a great dentist, and he'll take care of you. That's who I go to. Just remember who his name is. Do you remember the name of your dentist right now? Do you remember the name of your doctor? Do you remember the name of your mechanic? You know, all of these things work in marketing. You need to, and I want to keep you, because you know, at the end of the day, recommendations are really important too. So, so as we wind down, a couple last questions here. We're talking about uh, group practices of five to 30, but what are some tidbits that someone with one or two locations could take from this? You know, the messages are still the same. You still need to get your message out. You still need to have a target of who your patients are going to be. Where are they located? Where do you want to be? You know, what's what's the main message you want to get across? Are you the best in what you do in the market? And you need to communicate that differentiation. What differentiates you from the dentist on the other corner? What differentiates you from the dentist who's advertising on Facebook? What differentiates you from the big practice down the street? What differentiates you from the guy who's advertising on television? You need to get that information out. Sometimes the messages, if you're a one-man, one-practice show, I'm your hometown dentist. I've been here, and I care about you, and I'm here to take care of you. That's great. Mark, typically, you said earlier, uh, an engagement with you is six to six months to two years. Uh, how does someone get in, in? How does someone get in touch with you? How do they have a conversation with you? How do they know if you're a right fit? We'll talk about that. Hey, the, the best thing to do is to go to my website. I am at dsomarketingx.com. You can find out a lot about me and a lot about my website. I have a lot of videos talking about practices and talking about other things that need to happen. The other way you can get a hold of, hold of me is through my email. Is at mhefner, H-E-F-F-N-E-R, at dsomarketingx.com. And I'll be happy to get back to you, and we can uh, schedule a conversation. and see dsomarketingx.com. dsomarketingx.com. It's so critical to be able to get patients in the door. And as you said, it's becoming more and more competitive out there. And I think having a good strategy is critical to growing and everyone wants to grow. Everybody wants to grow. Everybody needs to grow. Growth is important. Growth is what keeps the business alive. Growth is what puts you know, money in the bank. Yeah, well, there's natural attrition. There's natural attrition, people expire, people move. So you, you always want to grow. Well, exactly. You got to remember, you're losing 10% of your patients a year from a couple of different things. One is moving. I hate to say it, some pass away at the same time. You know, So you got to make sure that you're replacing those, current, those patients that you've had. Absolutely. Well, Mark, I learned, I learned a few things today that I didn't know. And so I really appreciate you coming on. 
Ross, I really appreciate the time. It's been awesome. And let me know if there's anything I can do for you too. For sure. You've been listening to the Financial Flossing Podcast with Ross Brannan. This has been another episode of Financial Flossing with Ross Brannan, guiding dental professionals to a brighter future. If you liked what you heard, consider subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. For more on Ross Brannan, visit rossbrannan.com. Ross Brannan is a registered representative of Coastal Equities, Inc., and investment advisory representative of Coastal Investment Advisors, Inc. Investment advisory services are offered through Coastal Investment Advisors, Inc., and securities are offered through Coastal Equities, Inc. Member FINRA, SIPC, 1201 North Orange Street, Suite 729, Wilmington, Delaware, 19801. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.